Welcome back to another episode of the Power Sports Memorabilia Show. I am your host, Matt Powers. Thank you again for joining me. Don't forget to visit the website, powersportsmemorabilia.com. Also, give me a follow over there on Instagram, at Powers Autographs. Well, today we are talking tickets and mainly why I stopped buying tickets. And there's a couple different reasons on why I have not been buying any tickets. And at the end of that, I'm going to talk about maybe kind of some things to consider for your collection and when you are buying stuff and maybe when you should stop buying something. So first off, let's talk about why did I stop buying tickets? Well, for a couple different reasons. And it has mainly to do with collecting and I appeal. And then on the back end, it has to do mainly with business decisions. So first off, let's talk about kind of collecting and I appeal. For me personally, and this is what I always share with you guys on this show, is my own personal uh, journey, I guess, through sports memorabilia. And I hate that word journey. It reminds me of all those dating shows where they used to say like, oh, we're just going on this journey of love and all that kind of stuff. So anyway, that's a whole other tangent there. But for me personally, I, as you guys know about cards, I love color match cards. If I see a Dennis Rodman red prism or a Joe Montana red prism or Patrick Mahomes red prism, like that to me is aesthetically pleasing. It's what I personally like. And with tickets, there are some tickets out there that do have some really great eye appeal. There's that one, I forget what it is, and you ticket people help me out here, but there's a one finals ticket. I've seen it a couple of different times where it has that, that wolf on there howling at the moon. And I forget which athlete signs that one, but it's a super cool looking ticket. And that for me is probably the best looking one that I've seen out there. So from a guy who's coming to look for aesthetically pleasing photos and cards and stuff like that, in some cases, tickets just don't do it for me. You know, a lot of tickets are obviously, especially box office tickets are just bland. They've got the date and all that kind of stuff. And the the second reason for me personally is, there isn't really a game out there that I've attended personally where I absolutely remember that game and it's like, wow, I would love to have a ticket from that game. Now, there are some games out there that I probably would like to have a ticket from that sound like a personal level. For example, I went to Santa Clara, so if I had a ticket from uh, Steve Nash and Santa Clara when they were a was a 15 seed and they upseed, uh, upset a second seed, personally related that's kind of cool okay but outside of that there isn't a game where I attended with like my dad or something like that where I would like wow like that world series game was something that like resonates with me I always remember that and it's we went to a ton of games we just never went to any kind of game like that of any significance uh you know like a world series game or something like that so that's kind of what I kind of a couple reasons why I kind of started getting out of it The second half of this equation is the business side of things. Now, obviously, this is a business. Speaking of business, you know, if you guys ever email me, it's matt at powersportsmemorabilia.com. That is one damn long email. I wonder if if that's like a record for the longest email. I've got to find a way to shorten that up. But uh, so another tangent there, I'm sorry. But let's go talk about the business side of things. As you know, Uh, getting tickets and then getting them signed and then getting them authenticated and graded by PSA is a way to make money. You guys send me a ton of tickets. I get, there's a couple, there's probably a handful of you guys out there, maybe five or six of you that probably send me a, 
I would say probably in the range of 50 to 70 tickets every year. Like there's just a chunk of them that come through. So obviously people are buying this stuff and selling it. And it, it's obviously a market that is uh, a good market. So I don't mean to be like a Debbie Downer on the market. But in our business, and every business is different, in our business, tickets just have not sold very well for whatever reason. Maybe I'm buying the wrong tickets. Maybe I'm not doing it right. And that could for sure be. So it's just really been a lot of slow sales for the tickets, not nearly as fast as other memorabilia or autograph cards, for example. And on the second side of tickets tend to be a little bit more costly in my experience, kind of going through the whole process. First off, some of the tickets are pretty rare, so they can be more expensive than a, an athlete's typical rookie card in, in most cases. And also the uh, ticket price sometimes can be higher. For example, you'll see tickets have like the highest you know price structure for uh, when it used to be the cheapest one. Now it's like the highest price, you know. So you'll see that along with rookie cards are kind of like the highest price. So for some athletes, they charge more for tickets. I, that turns me off. I'm not going to be sending in tickets for someone who's got some crazy price where they're charging four hundred dollars for a ticket and they're paying the athlete fifty bucks. Like I'm not. I'm just not going to be doing that. So. Uh, I don't want to reward that type of uh, behavior, I guess. Uh, and secondly, the cost to get them graded at PSA is, what, 60 bucks now or so? So if I did 10 tickets, that would be $600. But for PSA, I think bulk service, you can do $25 for a card. So you can get way more cards done for the same amount of money. And lastly on that same topic is the turnaround time. Like it just take it, cards have gotten slow too, but tickets just seem to take a very, very long time. My understanding of the situation is that they just don't have as many experts there that can study the paper to make sure it's an authentic ticket. Whereas with card graders, they have more of those types of graders there. That's my understanding. Could be right, could be wrong, but I've heard that from a couple different sources who do a lot of tickets. And so that could be the reason why it is actually a little bit slower there at PSA. I know Beckett does tickets now, but again, I'm not a huge fan of Beckett, so I, I'm kind of forced to use PSA, I guess. But So those are kind of some of the reasons why I stopped buying tickets is I would rather you know put my money towards other things that are going to have a quicker return on that investment. And tickets are just, I don't know, it just, it just doesn't excite me anymore. And for those particular reasons that I talked about today. So how does this relate to you? Well, first off, you should be buying stuff for your collection or buying stuff, you know, say you flip stuff too. It doesn't really matter. But find a niche. Find something that you like or something that you maybe have, you know, access to certain collectors for that you're selling to. Like, for example, let's say you run a group that does and buys and sells tickets. Well, obviously, yeah, you've got access to maybe more buyers for this stuff than I probably would be. So find a niche that you actually like and buy stuff that you are buying and liking because you like it, not because some some guy on the internet says to, okay? I see this a lot. A lot of people will kind of send me stuff just because it's the hottest and latest thing to send in. And it's like, yeah, I mean, this is cool, but is this going to be cool in six months when you've got to, you know, look at it? Is it going to be cool in one year? Are you going to want to have this in your collection? Those are kind of questions that you got to ask yourself. And the last thing you want to be doing is buying something just because, somebody else is doing it or there's a potential to make some profit even though you don't understand the item. 
And that's where I really what I want to kind of lead to is tickets and cards and all memorabilia. You really need to have a grasp of understanding of what you are getting into before you get into it. I've talked with um, a couple different collectors recently, and, and they're doing some big things. They've got some money to spend on stuff. And my main thing is that I wanted them to understand is like, listen, before you make this big jump into this area that you want to be collecting in, make sure that you fully understand the costs, the time, what could go wrong, and just understand that, hey, if you are going to be doing a lot of high-risk stuff, meaning you're going to be buying expensive cards and hoping to get them signed and hoping to get a high grade, that, listen, sometimes it's not going to go your way. You're going to get a crappy grade. You're going to get a autograph that's not going to 10. You're going to get some issues that are going to come around there. You're going to have some wins. You're going to have some losses. You're going to have some break-evens. As long as you are okay with that, then it's okay to enter into this new space. But I always tell people, listen, fully understand what you are going to uh, dive into before you do it. Not like, oh, I bought this ticket and now it's $500, but this, you know, I didn't know that PSA was going to charge me this much to grade it. Now I'm, I don't know if I can sell this now based off what it is. And that's what you're trying to avoid. You want to make sure you understand all your costs, your turnaround time. Because PSA is super slow, man. If you've got thousand bucks tied up on a ticket for six months, um, maybe some of us that can't really afford to do that. So you just want to make sure that you fully understand all that stuff. And of course, everybody always says is buy the stuff you like. Ah! It's so corny, but it's so true because there's so many stupid influencers out there that are some of them are trying to manipulate you for sure. Most, I think, are probably doing a pretty good job. Like, they can articulate things probably a little bit better. I could do it a little bit better as well. But I think most people have a, a good heart and are trying to really help people and push them in a direction that works for them and their budget and their and what they're interested in. But there are some crooks out there. So just be careful about what people say, you know, especially when some random thing comes out. Hey, start collecting Pokemon tickets or whatever, you know, whatever's going on. So... If you don't fully understand it, don't buy it, and just make sure you take your time and fully understand everything before you get involved in it. Tickets is probably something that I probably didn't really do that on. I uh, you know, have a decent understanding of tickets. I kind of think I know what people want, but I'm a little more comfortable in other areas, and so that's kind of where, where and why I've shifted my focus. So hopefully this helps you guys out. Again, don't forget to visit the website, powersportsrebellion.com. That's going to be followed over there on Instagram, at Powers Autographs, and I will see you on the next episode.